0: Live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio, you're listening to Carmen and Yurko on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a Good Karma Brands radio station. You
1: know, for two straight days now, Yurko, that uh, hot... Glowing orb in the sky has been shining upon us. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. This is a different Beatles song, but that's a good one too. Thank you. It's been shining. Uh, We haven't seen it in about three weeks, and that doesn't uh, bother me. A little nuclear reactor in the sky is now. uh, We see it right. Right. You need it. You have to have it. Yes. Okay. But I
2: also find it. I mean, I support your want oh, of the sun. I, I would not it. take your want of the sun away from it. you. I need it. But that's what makes the spring, the summer so special. In well, the fall is when that sun is out constantly. I, Enjoy it, brothers.
1: I, I find it somewhat. I, I um, find
2: it when it's taken away from you a little bit. Hmm. That you appreciate it more when it comes back. Not me. You know
1: what I'm saying? Uh, I think it's unhealthy. But my point is this, my friend. Yeah, let me hear it. It's almost like a sign from above. It's, there's some symbolism yeah, going on as uh, the after this is little the light <laughs> after the Bears lost on Sunday and the Texans did what they did. All of a sudden, the skies, we see the sky. Do we you see the, see the light? I see the light. We see the sun. It's shining upon us like Bears Do fans. Do you see the light? For two days in a row now, all of a sudden, after like three weeks without seeing it. The sun is out. And the it's, Bears it, had a press conference. And the Bears have the are first pick and they had a press conference. Are you telling me
2: this is reminiscent of the great Cleotus Brown, the Reverend yeah. Cleotus Brown at the Triple Rock Baptist Church? That's correct, You're when going. When Jake and Elwood Blues came to the back after they needed some churching, yes. churching uh, urged on by the great, uh, who was that, Cab Calloway? I think it was Cab by Calloway. By the great yeah, Cab I it, Calloway? I think it was. Said, fellas, you need some churching after the penguin just threw him down the stairs. Right. You're telling me. You need to see the light. I've seen it, and I, Jake saw the light by putting the band back together. And what you're telling me is the Bears have seen the light, symbolic. And now that I am a reverend, a minister, I know what you're saying. I understand yeah, you are what you were I, saying. Good. Thank you. I did good my reverend. first wedding. I know. I did my first wedding. It went fantastic. I'm going to have you know. I heard good I things. Ke- I kept the joy of what I did. My initial journey. Okay, into marrying somebody on the side burners for an extended period of time because the Bears were what we wanted to talk about. And guess what? It'll be on the side burners again because it's the Bears we want to talk about
1: today. At some point, I would like to talk about your, oh, it was you know, smooth as the, know, the, 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 the wedding that you did officiate. I was nervous.
2: I was shaking like a leaf at the tree. And you're never nervous. When the ring didn't slide on the young lady's finger, I offered spit as a, you know. As only I would.
1: As only the as good only kids. I would. I said, "You guys need I'm some spit." I'm going to that thing up yeah. there a little better. Oh boy! I <laughs> tell you, Moon yes. River. Maybe we'll talk about it during Unhinged this week. Sylvie's back. The four of us yeah. will be back for a new Crosstalk Unhinged Every later time. in the week on the ESPN Chicago app. That couple of blue
2: in Punta Cana.
1: That, enjoying that, the that's little time. They little went time for their honeymoon. The kind of, yeah, they're yeah, they're Yurko, there. if you don't know, we talked about it during the holidays, like early in the holiday season. Yurko is officially a reverend now, and he did officiate sure. his first wedding. First wedding. Maybe we could talk a little bit more about that during Unhinged. But, yeah, I just find it uh, somewhat refreshing that the sun is it's finally out. out, that the Bears are picking one, uh, and that uh, Ryan Poles uh, has now, at his fingertips, probably the most important offseason in Chicago Bears history. Uh. Bears have never it's been funny, in a position like this. It's funny this. how
2: the next one is always the most
1: important one. But the next one is this one. That's why this one's the most important This one, one feels very important. Yeah, The Bears have not had a first-round pick in three of the last four drafts. This year, for the first time ever in the common draft era, in the modern era, the Bears are drafting first overall. Maybe. That's what's so beautiful about it. Maybe they move out. Maybe they move back a couple of times. They've got over $110 million in Money to spend in free agency, uh, about to, almost double what any... I think it actually is double what the next closest team has. If I'm remembering, Yurko gave the stats yesterday. The Bears are at 115, and the Falcons, I think, are at about 70. 60 That's double. 61. Oh, oh, is it that low? Yeah. So then it's 119 and oh, like no, I'm, sorry. I'm doing the, my, my math No, is 119
2: wrong. and 67. So it's almost double. Excuse right. me. It's, almost almost double. Yeah. it's almost double. Yeah. Almost double. It's in that neighborhood. Yeah. And like, if you don't want to retain white hair, then mm-hmm. you get a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? There's more there to be had. Yeah. And uh, I like what I heard today out of Ryan Poles. We're going to play a bunch of it. Yeah, especially he said Tevin Jenkins played
1: well. Well, He he felt like when they moved him to guard, he played well. I like to hear that. I think we all would agree with that. I think the eye test, from those of you that uh, understand uh, understand the nuance better than uh, a lot of us do, even would acknowledge that Tevin Jenkins... Uh, did good things at that spot. I think even those of us with uh, more amateur sets of eyes looked at Tevin Jenkins and said, hey, you might have something here. We talked about the pro football focus. Uh, I know it's not for everybody, but um, they work hard and diligently to try to accurately grade all the players in the NFL. The PFF grade for Tevin Jenkins was third best among all guards in the NFL this year. Now, Tevin Jenkins didn't even play 600 snaps. Right. If you're really going to count on a guy and rely on a guy, you're talking about roughly twelve, you know, eleven hundred to twelve hundred snaps over the course of an NFL season. You're going to be on an offense, you know, not playing six hundred is not very good. York, but right. he was the third graded guard I, in well, football this I'll year. I'll offer
2: you this about PFF: I was a critic of it early because they were all trying to figure out what the hell they were doing, and they were all being trained. So let's sit here now six years later mm-hmm. where you've kind of, okay, you've, kind of, you, you've trained them. You've brought ex-coaches in. Right. Tell them this is what you're looking for. This is what you want. This is how you grade it. This way, you know, as opposed to some 25-year-old kid going in and trying to do the best he can do and trying to figure it out. Secondly, now that they've got that experience under their belts, okay, because early on I didn't like it at all. As you go on, I don't watch every Kansas City snap. Right, so I can't tell you what I think about Orlando Brown Jr. I know he's highly rated. I know he's well paid. Yes. Okay, but now I could use it as maybe as a little bit of a guide. Our guy was nineteenth, mm-hmm. Jones For on Jackson the left Jones side was nineteenth. He was eighteenth. That's the way they ranked them. Yes. Oh, interesting. What is the 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 number? Yes. What is it based on? Then I make the phone call out to Kansas City and find out guys that watch the film every you know watch games all week. Has he struggled? Has he been that bad? Is he the, you know, one of the reasons why uh, when they're not successful, it's because the pressure is coming from there. They, you could use it as a guide mm-hmm. now because I think the people there have been trained in, in the correct manner, but that took time. Early on, I thought it was a joke. Okay. But now that they've been trained up, That's right. well you said. could use it as a guideline.
1: That's well said. Yeah. Um, so here's the most important thing. like, What do the Bears think of Justin Fields? And we had said yesterday, whatever they think, they should be playing it very close to the vest. They really should. The Bears shouldn't allow anyone outside. I mean, they need to play this like Michael Corleone, you know, when he's talking to Frank Pentangeli. And I'm sorry for the constant antiquated movie references for some of our younger audience. But when he, you know. It's the godfather. It's the godfather. It's the, it is the godfather. You know, keep your friends close, put your enemies closer. Don't uh, let anybody. It's like. It's like the old man. It's like Vito telling Sonny, "Don't let anybody outside the family ever know what you're thinking, ever, ever." When you know he, he, the Salazzo kid, the Salazzo reads the whole thing. He reads the room. He reads Sonny. Sonny almost got the old man killed because of it. What you got to do now is don't let anybody outside the family know what you're thinking. Don't go to the podium today and say, oh, no, we love Justin Fields. Justin Fields is our guy. Don't say that. That's right. Even if you believe it, if it's true, you don't even want anybody. it's 100% true. And it might be. You don't want anybody outside the family now if you're the Bears knowing what. That's right. Uh, having Which any intentions, of what you are you think yeah. and what your intentions are. Yeah. Our eyes are wide open. Right. That's it. Our eyes are wide open. And so this is how Poles decided to play today. I would have probably appreciated if he was a little bit more cavalier, actually. But, okay, this is how Poles talked about Justin Fields being the guy, even with the number one overall pick.
3: Well, we're going to do the same as we've always done. We're going to evaluate the draft class. And I would say this. I'd have to be absolutely blown away to make that type of decision.
1: Okay, so he didn't say... No, we're not drafting a quarterback. He said, I would have to be absolutely blown away. Maybe now he goes about the business of trying to convince everybody Hey, we were blown away by somebody during the draft process. Play the game now, man. You've got a few months to do it, and you're going to have teams fighting for one of those three quarterbacks. And you're going to have a bunch of teams. We documented it yesterday. I mean, this couldn't have worked out better for the Bears. Texans badly need a quarterback. You know Jim Mercer wants a quarterback finally. They've been playing quarterback roulette. Like the Bears, since Andrew Luck abruptly retired on them, and they've tried a few different things and a few different veterans. And let's face it, just uh, Philip Rivers gave them, you know, the best effort. They made the playoffs. They almost upset Buffalo, if you remember that year in Buffalo. Yerk, they covered. I had uh, that. Well, that's the important thing. I mean, Philip Rivers gave them the most legitimate run for a season they've had, and we everybody knew it was Phillips last year. Right. It was like okay, I'll go shot putting the ball all all over the place. Other than that, it's been kind of a disaster for them. You know he badly wants it. He's got the they're sitting there with the fourth pick. Raiders probably in play for one. Maybe even the Lions or the Seahawks. It's not crazy. Like Yurko said yesterday, maybe at the very least Schneider and and Carroll are thinking we can maybe squeeze another really good year out of Geno. But we need to draft a quarterback. Geno's going even Even if you want the guy to sit
2: three. Right. Even if you want the guy to sit. Right. So, we want to bring a guy in, we want him to sit and kind of absorb the system, do it a little bit differently, knowing that we've got that fifth year option, knowing that we could tag him in the sixth year, but we want him to sit and watch that's the way we think you should develop a quarterback
1: the The bears should let the bears should play it so that everybody thinks they might Everybody's be drafting it, yeah. one of those quarterbacks, yeah exactly or Get everybody
2: to think that everybody's willing to jump up to number one to take one of them quarterbacks. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I guess
1: that's the other part. Yeah, boy, the
2: Chicago. What do you start doing? Yeah. Like if you get the call from, uh, Ryan Pauls and Ryan, hey, Carmen, can you go ahead and throw this out there? Yeah. Uh, Carmen DeFalco, MVP Chicago, ESPN Radio 1000, uh, yeah. comes out with a report today that the Bears are considering, or, you know... The Bears not, are not considering the Bears moving considering. down with the yeah.
1: Texans because well, the Texans want to go up and take Bryce Young.
2: They've also got talks going on with Chris Ballard in the Indianapolis yeah, Colts, yeah.
1: if Chris Ballard is still going
2: to be there. But that's the kind of crap you yeah. got to report. All of it. Not falsely, but... Disinformation?
1: Somebody has sent you a little something. Yeah. Is that what they call in the uh, tradecraft world disinformation I, I, or in the security I, world? I, I would call
2: that an influx... Misinformation? Of, of disinformation? I, I would call it an influx of uh, info, possibilities. <laughs> Things that might be able to happen. <laughs> disinformation Which, is you intentionally go out there yeah, and maybe you right. lie intentionally Okay, as opposed to, hey, this is what we might be thinking. Might be thinking means it's a possibility. Okay? So, okay, so here is, you, you, you make
1: a good point. It's really more misinformation yes. than disinformation. Right. Misinformation is false or inaccurate information, including rumor, insult, and pranks. Disinformation is deliberate yeah. and includes malicious content such Thank as hoaxes. Spearfishing and propaganda. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. It's more misinformation. Right. Misinformation is, what you want is, is yeah. more, uh, it's got a negative connotation. Yeah, much more negative. Yeah. Yes. Go out and uh, do that. Yeah. Play the misinformation game. Play the misinformation game. game. And let everybody guess all the way up until the week yeah. of the draft. So you're misinformed. Strike. Yes, you're misinformed. Would you be surprised if I told you that there aren't a ton of historical comps here for, like, teams with the first pick trading out in recouping multiple number one picks. I know we've been like we're playing this game where we think oh the Bears are gonna get multiple picks. That hasn't really happened. They get picks. Teams get picks. They normally come in the way of second, third, fourth round picks, whether it's in this draft or subsequent drafts. There's not a lot well, of
2: when you give up historical precedent when you're giving up one you usually get in their one. Well so correct. You're, you're usually swapping out right. going down. So you're getting one for one, then you're making the value
1: up with everything else. with every, And it's usually not first-round picks, and de- just FYI. Well,
2: depending how desperate that team is, you know what I'm saying, how desperate they are, it could go into next year's one, or yeah. it could go first- Next year, second. Yeah, that's you know, that kind of I stuff. I think that, and I
1: just, I, want, I do want to caution everybody after looking back at the history of the league, and there's not a ton of these examples. And in fact, there's only three, I think, okay, since 2000.
2: So let me ask you with the, with the you, you said it Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers. What'd that one go for? Um, I, I can but, get, but I have no, a no, list. no. You were talking about Phillip Rivers as the quarterback for the Indianapolis right. Colts and why they need that. Mm-hmm. But that was like uh, from four to one. It, right. was. it was. I think the that New was the York exact Giants. And it's
1: not like they got another first-round pick San out of it. San Diego
2: saying. took yes.
1: Eli Manning,
2: and he pouted on stage yes. like a baby and a child, an infant child. He pouted and wouldn't put the hat on. I want to go to New York. My daddy said I should go to New York.
1: <laughs> they made the All right choice. <laughs> well,
2: either way, right? So uh, they took
1: uh, Pay- no, they took Philip Rivers, right? and then they ended up making a trade. So what was that trade? Uh, in the deal, the Giants got Manning, while the Chargers received Rivers, a 2004 third-round pick that turned into Nate Keating. A oh, yuck, and a 2000 a a, a, yeah, and a 2005 first-round pick. Okay, so here you go. There's an example of it: uh, a 2005 first-round pick that turned into Sean Merriman. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, Kind of a short career because of some injury and some other stuff, but very, very good. good But he was a good player. He was an excellent player for a little while. So there you go. So there's one example of it. There's not a ton. That's all I'm saying. I was surprised to look back and see how uh, infrequently teams did pry another first-round pick. Um, You know, like the Elway thing is weird because that happened after the draft. It's kind of similar to what Yurko was talking about. You know, he just pouted. He didn't want to go to... um, uh, to the Colts, right? But he so, had an option of playing baseball. He did. He had the Yankees. He said, "Okay, there. Yeah. well, I
2: ain't going to do yeah. it. I'll go play baseball." Yeah. You remember who involved in that trade? Uh, Chris Northwestern Tech. Chris oh, yeah, Chris Hinton, was yes. a
1: terrific player. Three one two three three two. ESPN is the number if you want to join us. We're going to continue to spend a lot of time, especially this week, just sort of recapping the year and. Talking about what's ahead this offseason for the Bears, how you want them to play this, what you hope they accomplish in the draft, or you know, your ideas for what they can get if they start backing out. I just want to caution everybody to think, well, somebody's gonna swap with you in the first round, oh, and then give you their next two first round picks. There's really no precedent for that. That's probably not gonna happen. I think we have to be a little bit more realistic. But what do those realistic scenarios look like for the Bears? Three one two, three three two three seven seven six. We'll play a bunch of poll sound. He met the media today. It's Carmen in York. We'll be right back.
0: To Carmen and Yurko, follow, follow the, the show on, on Twitter. Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko sixty four. This is ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports.
1: Ah, the Bears calls rolling in again. What an off season it's going to be, Yurko. Unlike any other. We'll get out to the phones coming up here, and then I. Uh, but I, I first want to play a few more. Ryan Poles, soundbite. Team at the media today with Matt Eberflus. Here, here was Polls earlier today up at Hallis. Asked what they can accomplish this offseason with the number one pick and with over $100 million to spend in free agency.
3: Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can answer that specifically, but I can tell you that we have flexibility. We have, we have flexibility um, where if there's opportunities where we can, you know, turn that into a lot of players that come in to help us we can do that if it's if it's staying put or or, you know really being selective with certain people uh, we can do that as well so I, i know my expectation our expectation is that we move the needle to be more successful we can win some of these close games and and bring in guys that can impact this football team
1: move the needle to be more competitive and win some of those close games which they failed to do a lot this year Here's Paul's talking about the conversations he's had with Justin Fields.
3: Yeah, we had good conversations. Um, I'm excited for the direction he's going. And as I mentioned before, he knows where he has to improve. I think he mentioned that the other day. Um, So we're excited about his development and where he goes next. He showed ability to be impactful with his legs. There's flashes with his arm. Now if we can put that together, I think we have something really good.
1: That's it, man. That's the soundbite. He's shown the ability with it like we know it. He's shown in flashes with his arm. They keep reiterating that point. It's a point we've made over and over again. Flashes have to turn into something much more consistent. Yes. Justin's going to be the guy that they that they think he can be. You know what I love from Justin Fields yesterday when he said, they asked him when he cleaned out his locker about Lamar Jackson's rushing record and how he didn't get a chance to break it. And he said, yeah, that'd be cool, but you know what? I'd like to break some passing records. Thank you, Justin. Yeah. He goes, I- I'm a... I'm a Quarterback that's ru- that's breaking a rushing record. Okay. I love that. I'd hmm. like to break some passing records. It's not ideal. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not ideal. It certainly isn't. Here's more from polls on fields improving as a passer.
3: Yeah, just um, as a passer, just for things to slow down um, mentally and then be able to react and anticipate quicker. Um, obviously, with that, we also have to continue to build around him so that he can do that. Uh, consistently as well. Amen. Amen.
1: Do you think they bring in all three quarterbacks just to continue the sort of the the the, the subterfuge a little bit? The stuff we've been talking about. I mean, I, maybe it's just in their best interest I, to bring I them think, all in anyway. I think
2: but absolutely, you bring in all three quarterbacks. Do, I think you do too. Yes. Now, whether you want to work them out or not, or you just want to interview them. Right. Or maybe you meet with every single one of them down at the Combine, because they'll be at the Combine. Right. So you set up meetings with their agents. You bring them in. We've got the number one pick. All, all our options are open. We'd love to sit and meet and chat and have a good time. And at least that way, maybe you get to know them a little bit. And when you have to play them, maybe you, you gain some insight. I think you do too. I'm with
1: you, Yerk. I think you do too.
2: Absolutely.
1: I do. And
2: but- then I'd sneak, a, I'd sneak one guy in too. I, I'd sneak a guy in. Did, oh, oh uh, what is that, Wanaki what, what airport is that up there? It's I mean, Pewaukee. Pewaukee, w- right? Yeah. Yeah, Palwaukee, whatever it is. Powaukee. Powaukee. You sneak somebody well, into Palwaukee right? right? you try yeah, to right? do a quiet and clandestine, but you let like, like Co- Courtney know. Yeah. You know, or, yeah. or you, or you yeah. let Biggie know. Tell Courtney and Wheater. Rumor is it that airplane, a King Air 12-seater has just flown in with, who's the guy down in Alabama? Bryce Young, Bryce Young, yeah. Nick Saban, <laughs> Nick Saban. Boy, all the people from Bama crying about oh that. Oh my God, go away. We'll talk about that. We'll get to that. Don't I did deal with that last night. Go away. We'll get
1: to it in a little bit.
2: You weren't in the top four. Go away, please. For the love of God, everything that's James
1: over. is a new Lennox on ESPN One Thousand. Hey, James. James,
4: James! I, I think I think you're. Uh, hey, hey, Eric. What's I think uh, Carm. I think you're pushing the whole fields thing. And uh, where they stand on them, and being open for business on them a, a little too hard, I get it. Um, I kind of like what what he said today, though. And then the way I would play it is if you if you want to use that as leverage, then when you're on the clock, call Houston and be like, "Hey, who do you want? You know, or yeah. do you want to move up? Which guy do you want? Hey, do you want Fields? Because we're open to to take in, you know." young let's say. I mean do it at that point. Sure. Yeah, it's not something you have to do publicly. That could all be done behind the scenes. Um, I, I already have some ideas as what I think they could get, but I, I don't know if I got time on here to, to get ahead. to that, but you I do want to ask okay. I wanted to ask Yurka a question too, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I your, think you could
1: ask your ask your go the, ahead.
4: Okay, so if you sign a guy like Payne from Washington, uh, before the draft obviously would you still need a guy like Carter? Could they play
1: together?
2: Uh, if you sign somebody that can play uh, if, left, to, if to, if the, the other guy can play right. Techniques. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, isn't aren't they both three techniques? I, I, Thanks, I think James. I think you play even
2: man front sometimes where both guys are over the guard. We played a lot of three and two-eye, inside-eye of the guard. And then uh, you'd need somebody that would be able to play over the nose, too, if you had to, like a shaded one. Mm-hmm. Or if you, you know, play down in a bear system where you – cover the guards and cover the center, but you bring a defensive, a defensive end down over one of the guards. You've got to be able to play all three mm. in the interior. Okay. You need to be comfortable enough to slide in. Back in the day when Warren Sapp was just a three technique, that's all he ever played, it was the complimentary piece, uh, uh, the kid from Booger. Florida. Booger, Booger. McFarland, a little bit later on, um, but before Culpepper.
1: Oh, Brad D- uh, Culpepper. Brad Culpepper.
2: Yeah. Yep. He was the guy that played kind of exclusively on the nose that allowed Warren Sapp to play on the three-tick time. So I, we did it both ways in Jayville. If I was in the game with Pritchett, Kelvin Pritchett, I would slide left and right because Kelvin could play over the nose. When I was in there with Don Davy, Don Davy didn't like to play over the nose. Mm. So I would just, he'd flip, and I'd stay on the, uh, the center position. So mm. you could do it either way. So if you get, could, does it mean you don't get
1: Carter? Not necessarily. I think that's a good question, yeah. Then, James. Yeah, so it doesn't necessarily right. rule out them going after Carter. Did you uh, try to pay close attention to Carter last night? That game got real boring. It got it, real boring oh, real what did you, I thought he played better than he did yeah. in the Ohio State he, game. He I'll was, say that. He
2: was also out. By the, time, no, that, by the time the the time fourth quarter rolled around, they were off. I thought at halftime he was gone. I, I didn't see him on the field after halftime. Did he not play at all? It no. was 38-7 at half, Carm. I thought they had gone to the backups already. I thought I saw they him in the second I think I
1: saw him in the second half. Yeah, yeah, I think
2: by the fourth quarter he took it all I saw out. the big freshman making things the happen, The freshman
1: too. made a sack where Carter was the one that disrupted up the middle,
2: okay. which
4: opened. it. It, it forced... Dug in to go towards the, the
1: fresh yes, freshman. I got you. Correct. So I got all you. of
4: the – Herbie was talking about the freshman, but
1: it was Carter who made yes. really that play created, happen. Created head, I thought yeah. he popped a little bit more last night than he did in the game. against. Don't Ohio judge him State on State one State no, game. No, I know. You're you're right. The whole season, take a look at what you like and what you don't like. Yeah, you're right. Roberts in Franklin Park. Hey, Robert.
5: Uh, hey, guys. Um, I kind of agree with you guys if I heard right. You know that this is an important year for one of the most important years for polls. Uh, for this draft in all season, you know, he hasn't really showed us he has an eye for offensive and players. And I'm really interested to see how he goes in that route because, you know, I think he has to really show his car salesman skills. You know what I mean? Like, uh, is he able to convince someone to buy when that other slash team is not convinced of buying themselves? If you guys know what I mean, you know, it takes two to tangle. Um You know, I, I really hope Post has the skills uh, to really execute well, you know, in, in this upcoming off season, cause you know, Pose set it up, right guys. He, you know, he can still mess up though. He can still mess up, which I don't think can happen. I don't mm-hmm. think polls is that person that, that, that type of skill, you know, I mean, with well, that type of GM, but, um, and I, I also think that, um, with polls and this, them having a number one pick, um, I don't need to hear him say he's committed to Pose. You know, he, he, he gave a lot of compliments. He still needs to work on it. I think Pose is maybe what sixty-five percent convinced of Fields, I don't know. I uh, me as a fan, I'm higher than that. But, but that's my thought, guys. I Thanks.
1: have no. I, thank you, Robert. I have no idea what he genuinely thinks.
2: Right? What his percentage right. is? No idea. I, I,
1: I'd be higher than sixty-five percent. Two-thirds. Two so that's sixty-six. 67.
2: That's
1: right there. Yeah. I, I mine personally is probably a little bit higher, but I, I'm also not going crazy. I'm not. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, I like what I see, but yep. we're not there. No. 147
2: yards per game passing, no, we're not. I'm not there. We're not I'm sorry. There. And I, I, I and I get it. It's all going to get better with uh, all the talent getting better around them. I think Luke Getzi gets better as a play caller with more talent around there. I guess Eberflus becomes a better head coach when you have more talent around you. Justin Fields becomes a better quarterback with more talent around us. But, yeah, Robert,
1: it. you're right. They've got to now do this properly. This now comes the hard part. Like Waddle's been saying, it demo is easy. Demo is the easy part, man. Rebuilding the house—that's where you need some skill. Any knucklehead can go in there with a the sledgehammer yeah. and start knocking down walls. I did it for a summer. Trust me. Yeah. And I'm any knucklehead. Okay. Yeah. When it comes time to build. Yeah. Get, guess who they didn't call? What's a miter saw? They, they, they didn't call. Yeah. yeah. Uh, exactly. What? They didn't call me. Yeah. They called the carpenters. You need a what? Huh? And no. the plumbers. Can't help you. And the electricians. That's the hard part. So, yeah, now the real work begins. All the people that are certified. <laughs> exactly. More your Bears calls coming up. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart
2: speaker to play ESPN 1000.
1: Uh, some breaking news at this moment, Yurko, in the NFL about a former Bear. Roquan Smith has signed in Baltimore. Not a surprise that they were going to do what they could, uh, considering they gave up a second-round pick to acquire him. At and, and, he, and he's really helped them. And, and a fifth-rounder, fifth rounder. that's right. And he's helped them. Look, Roquan's a good player. We know it. Uh, this is the contract that I thought Roquan was going to get. I, I, I think I would have been pretty comfortable with it. If the Bears ended up doing it, we heard, oh no, Rokon wants 24, 25 million a year. And then you're like, well, all right, I guess I see. Five years, 100 million. I don't know. Isn't that what we kind of thought? Yeah, you Four
2: to thought- fully guaranteed yes. with another 15 and additional kind of theoretical guarantees, but. If there were sixty fully guaranteed, they'd have said sixty fully guaranteed. Thank so, you, York. Forty-five million fully guaranteed. So I don't
1: know, doesn't that seem like the deal we always thought he should kind of get? It, and,
2: does he, he? He looks happy, doesn't he? In yes. Baltimore? Yes, he does. And he's n- played well. Yeah. Are they in the playoffs? Yes, they are. Okay, they're he's playing on the playoff team. They're not
1: going far because they he, don't have their quarterback. He doesn't but.
2: have to be here for the rebuild. He does not have. Which to, might not be a long rebuild, but he doesn't have to be here for the rebuild nonetheless. And he represented himself. Yes. So six, how much is that uh, of $100 hundred million, six million $6 million stay in his pocket. Uh, yeah, that's a point. He doesn't have to so pay an $6 agent. $6 million dollars stay in his pocket. It's a nice extra little
1: six schmildo. So yeah. there you go. Uh, yeah.
2: I don't know what the taxes are over in Maryland. I don't know either. State taxes, but know.
1: it's not like there would have been less here in, in Illinois. I just, uh, I always thought that was about the deal. The Bears, you know, were, you figured that's kind of the deal he was going to get, right? Like. And I'm not sure why. I, I, the Bears I, I, I'll able be to get honest. Done. I think
2: the Bears wanted him less than that 17 and a half, maybe, 18. Maybe, maybe I think that's right. what the Bears were comfortable at.
1: They weren't willing to go up to hundred million. That, that's they where, wanted like a ninety-two million dollar deal, right like there. That.
2: Eighteen million, maybe eighty-seven five. I think that's where the Bears wanted it. He didn't want it there. He wanted more. How much more we don't know. All you know is what he got. What he got is hundred million
1: dollars. So congratulations I, go out to the player. I hope you can go out and replace him properly. That's a, you know you can do these things. You got a certain number in mind, you value certain positions, certain ways. I get all that. And let's face it, what is an off-ball linebacker really worth? Roquan's a pretty outstanding player. Even though we all agree it's not the most premium position, it's not even the second most premium position or maybe even the third most premium position on your well, defense. It's I not. mean,
2: let's let's go and ask ourselves what are we looking for? Pass rusher? We're looking for a pass rusher. We're looking for a big interior defensive lineman. Technique. We're looking for uh, at least two offensive linemen and a stud wide receiver. I was
1: just talking defense, though. No, I got
2: you. And a stud. But I'm talking about your needs, Carm. Okay. So of 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 those, all those needs that I've just pointed out to you, you need them all. Three, right? Two, three, four, five, six for the wide receiver. I'm not even mentioning linebacker. You might need all you need all those more than you need an right. off ball linebacker. Right. I would agree. I got all those before I need an off ball linebacker. All of those. All right. So that twenty million that was gonna be earmarked for him, Roquan Smith. I could now earmark for somebody else,
1: or maybe two players that can play something else for me. I just hope they find a player that can at least provide something close to what Roquan does provide to a defense. Because again, he is a very, hey, very so good player. He's a good player. yeah no was it. impressive at times. Uh, you know, I, I don't know uh, that he I can would, be Roquan. I would, but I would offer you that he wasn't Roquan Smith. Though. I would agree with you. So, yeah, <laughs> but can you get by? I guess Yerk for the discount when you spread <sighs> the money around. Considering the position, can you get by if Jack Sanborn plays the way we saw him play this year?
2: So can, can you get by? Can you flourish with that money being allocated elsewhere? I'd say yes. Okay. I would do it the way Dallas did it in the early 90s. Get stud defensive linemen and just put in whoever you want at the linebacker position. Because right. when it came time to pay Ken Norton, they did they not did pay not. Ken no. Norton Jr. They said San Francisco's in your future. Good luck. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah. That's very true. And Tom, they play with Freddie Strickland, who's
1: a yeah. teammate of mine. Tom's in polo on ESPN 1000. Hey, Tom. Tommy. Tommy boy. Tommy in Volo. Tommy's got uh, something going on in the Tommy's, background. Yeah, Rick's like, in Country Club Hills. Hey, Rick. Rick. Rick, Rick. 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 Okay, All right, Rick. Rick. All right, 0 for 2. Here we go. Here uh, we John go. in Buffalo Grove. Johnny boy. Johnny.
0: I am actually here, John. Hey, what's John. up, John? Hey, guys. Do, do I have enough time? I have two questions, and, and yeah, I you just want Absolutely. Awesome. Go ahead. So I understand the shell game that we need to do with Justin Fields. My only question to you is, does that hurt with free agency, with people coming in going, well, if you don't know who your quarterback is, I'm not sure I'd, I I want to come to this place because I don't know who's going to throw me a pass. I don't know who I'm protecting, et cetera. Hmm. Second question, and Yurko, please forgive me for this. I'm sure you're going to be sick to death of this. Oh, boy. But, uh, Devin has Jalen. No, no, no. Jalen, oh, okay. Car- Jalen Carter. I have. I. I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination, so I'm deferring to, to the expert. You, it, I don't see it. What everybody sees. I've been watching these games, and I see flashes. He only plays half the time, and I, I'm just not seeing it. So please mm. give right. me enlighten me, sir. I'll right, hang John. up and listen. Thanks, right. buddy. It's Thanks.
2: body size. It's body size that you like. It's technique that you like. Does he use his hands? How does he use his hands? Where's the level that he plays at? Does he play with balance? Okay. Does he have pass rush moves? Okay. Mm Yeah. And so you look back at all the successful three techniques that you've had over the course of time. What do they have in common? They're quick, usually. Yeah. They've got Great hands. They've got movement, but they've got tremendous strength and leverage. Yes. And you look at the way he's built, too. Okay. You look at the way he's built. They'll measure his arms. They'll measure his hands. Okay. And you'll look at that, and they'll say, well, okay, there you go. Can he create space? Can he do what I love, engage, engage separate, separate discard, discard, ESD? That's right. All, all that stuff. Well, they look at it. Um, doing it at the college level and dominating at the college level is a little bit easier than getting to the pros and doing it at the pros. That's why your technique has to be sound. Mm-hmm. A little bit sounder at the pro level because you're not playing a 19-year-old freshman who was a three-star athlete that plays for Kentucky
1: Right. that
2: you can dominate. Okay, that's not going to happen in the pros. In the pros, you're going to go up against men. You go against studs. You're going to go against men. Every single week, you're going to go against yeah, men. that's true. So, And then what's your ability to to to, to be taught and to, and to learn? Because that's also what you're going to have to do. I've read that Cortez Kennedy came into the league, and he dominated the league from word go. Yeah, so did Aaron Donald. Miami Al. of Florida. Yeah. Okay, Aaron yeah. Donald did the same thing out of Pittsburgh. Yep. Right? Guys, some guys can do that. They come out out of the box, and there they are, and they look
1: fantastic. Tommy Harris, dare I say,
2: Tommy Harris was was great when he was healthy. Instant hit, instant hit,
1: and motivated. Tommy was great. Yes, he was absolutely great. You're right about that. We got to find out about Jalen Carter. The one thing I've read, I have no idea. I don't cover. I don't follow Georgia closely enough. Is that there are some some like there's some work ethic issues if you read. Yeah, you know, Um, he's an impressive specimen. You need to start watching some serious tape on him though, just to get an idea because I think he's in serious play for the Bears. I do. So you're going to have to start putting your eyes on him a little bit here, Yerk, in the coming weeks. Start looking at the tape a little bit more closely just to, to, so that at least you can see the physical
2: stuff. 6'3", 310 and he's still young. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's still young. And that's what they see. Yep. 6'3", 310 can move. Of course, and he can move. Six, he's three, he's three, quick off the ball.
1: Move. And that's what you love from yes. that three technique position. I'll tell you who's who you got to love it at Georgia. Is Brock Bowers, and he's a soft number nineteen, tight end number nineteen. Ah, that's Bowers his 19? number. Okay, yeah. that's his number. I mean, he is, is... that
2: McConkie's kid too, Lad McConkie. I think so. Eighty-four. I think so. Yeah, the little wide receiver that looked yes. like he was running all over everybody Ladd for some, some crazy, crazy reason. Yeah, down. yeah,
1: absolutely. I always assumed it was. I thought it was. Maybe it's a nephew. You know, who I don't knows? knows. Um, well, yeah, you know, LT's nephew plays for. Uh, uh, he's a good little player. He's tiny though. Plays for TCU. The uh, the corner. Um, uh, not not Lawrence Taylor, Ladanian Tomlinson's nephew. Um, uh, Brock Powers is a sophomore. What the hell? I mean, he's just fantastic. No, he's pretty good. Oh, my God. Brandon's in Fort Campbell. What's up, Brandon? Hey, guys. First, I want to thank you guys for a job well done this season, being there for us Bears
4: fans all year. Thanks,
1: man. Appreciate it.
4: And second of all, guys, I got, I got the way they're going to play this out and I'm going to use a little bit of Army doctrine to explain it. Mm -hmm. So we got the first-round pick. We want those phone calls coming in to come get it. We need to conduct what we call, over here at Campbell, a faint mission. A faint mission is a stealthy and deceitful mission to get other people to think we're in a different position. You're
1: you're going straight disinformation again here, Brandon. Carmen's (laughs) been running spank (laughs) missions his whole life. Is a spank
4: mission? Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Like, like, and you're gonna faint. Oh, a oh. Uh,
1: I th- we thought you said spank mission. I'm like, I'm an expert. I'm like, I know what they're doing at Fort Campbell. Jeez. okay, a faint yeah. mission. Got it.
4: Okay, oh no, no, that's a whole different thing, right? Like, we ain't got time for that.
1: <laughs> but, so, you
2: so but, uh, deceitful uh, measures, okay? Yeah,
1: I'm with you.
4: And and Carmen or Jericho was saying it earlier like, we need to get these teams down the line blowing up our phone ringing off the hook so hard we can hear it down here in Kentucky yep. we need to be we need to get these guys to think we're not scared to pick up a quarterback yes. and we need to get the fourth
1: round pick from Indianapolis that's what we need to do we need to hit them hard get them get them thinking Brandon your amen thanks Brandon be safe that's absolutely right more of your bears calls at 312-332-3776 coaching carousel stuff continues we want to kind of touch on some of that I mean Sean Payton's going to have his pick here Um, and I'm still not convinced that it's not going to just be Dallas, despite what Jerry Jones said on his radio show earlier today. We'll play that for you coming up. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. You know, Yurko... We should know better uh, know better than to just simply assume. We had a, uh, a last name. We had a program director here, a uh, legendary Chicago sports programmer, Spaceball, Jeff Schwartz. You remember you remember Spaceball. Space of course I do. And Jeff, you had a saying, he had many, and he had uh, a couple. One of them was oh, don't assume. you make an ass out of you and you me. You and me. Yeah. His other was no, I won't say. It. Um yeah. And so Does I that always, always put me on the air or I'll take you off. <laughs> I just always sort of assume that Lad McConkie was Phil dad. But he's kid. not. It, it is not. No, is it is not. not. Uh, Lad McConkey's dad was a high school star quarterback, I guess, in, uh, I think, Atlanta, it looks like, or maybe somewhere else in Georgia. Uh, Benji McConkie. Uh, maybe they're related somehow. I don't know. But, you know, you see a receiver and you go, oh, it must be Phil McConkie's kid. I, I just always did assume that's that. What I thought. They are not related. Okay, yeah, that's so. what I thought right away. Lad's had a nice career down there. I wonder if yeah. he is. I just always was kind of like, it must be. Right? Yeah, I didn't say he was.
2: <laughs> Silly. Yeah. Doesn't McConkie seem like the perfect Wes Walker like?
1: Yes, guy he's like that's um, need, yeah, Amendola, it, the yes. guy that's needed in the New England system. Who's the new kid? Uh, come on, in Vegas from Clemson, Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. He yes. might, I don't know if he runs routes quite. like I mean, Hunter can. Hunter is more like that. That uh, Julian Edelman, like put you in the spin cycle kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, with the yeah. with the route running. It's not he's not Cooper Cup. Don't get me wrong. I don't mean to make that comparison, but he's got that quick. Uh, the Scott Schwadey's type. You remember Scott? Yeah, Shadis, Scott Schwadey's out Maybe, of Syracuse. He's probably not Edelman because Edelman was so freakishly strong. And I don't think that's Hunter Renfro. Maybe, like, Welker's a better call. or like And Lad McConkie looks like he might be that, too. Anyway, I digress. Sorry, I didn't mean to take us down the road. But a few people did call and say, no, everybody thinks that. But uh, it is not Phil McConkie's kid. All right, here's uh, Jerry Jones earlier today talking about uh, the game that his Cowboys have Monday night in Tampa, Yurko. Just take a quick listen. Because a lot of people think that, and we talked about it with Waddle and Sylvie Durant crosstalk yesterday. If they're one and done, you could forget it. McCarthy's out. Sean Payton's going to go there. Sean Payton's going to interview, you would think, with Arizona, right? The Denver's already asked. I mean, mm-hmm. Sean can pick at this point. But uh, here was Jerry Jones on his weekly radio show on, I think it's 105.3, the fan. I hope that right down in uh, Big D. Yeah, 105.3, the fan in Dallas talking about Mike McCarthy's job status. This is from a couple hours ago.
0: Could anything happen in this playoff game Monday that could put Mike McCarthy's job status in question for next year
4: no just i I don't even want to uh,
0: no
2: that's it i I don't need to go into all the pluses or minuses but uh uh, we're not seeing any we're not uh, basing i've got uh, a lot more to evaluate mike
0: mccarthy on than this playoff game
1: do you think that means even if he wins. I'm still hiring Sean Payton. <laughs> like, that could mean that. That could mean that, yes. Right? He could be like, no, you silly fool. Whenever we're done this year, Sean Payton's getting the job. He could be thinking that. You never know. You never know. But that he, was Jerry Jones, for what it's right. worth. That he was could, Jerry Jones today. He could
2: be playing the spank game with us. He could be playing the spank The well, faint game. game. The faint game. The, the faint, faint game.
1: game. Yeah. RJ Curcio outside. I see him outside. I don't the, have uh, time to national- jack around with you guys all day. you old National Bank, State Street Studios. That's guy. right, you're And you can watch us on Twitch in the studio each and every day. Absolutely. Join the chat there, twitch.tv, or download the Twitch app. I ain't got time to jack around with you guys all day. Matt's in Logan Square. What up, Matt? Matty? What's going on today? Matt, what's going on? Third time we gone to a-
2: Matt? Well, what happens is they put us, like, on hold. They know we're going to get to them eventually. Then, the, the, as they're doing things, they step away. And Matt. then when we're ready to go th- through to them, we surprise them. He's probably or, or on the crapper
1: right now. They Maddie. also do the classic. They put their phone on mute, ah. so then he's talking away right now. Oh, yeah, we're not hearing a single word. All right, Matt, that could be Matt. Call back. That's the third time that's happened already. Today. It happens. Listen, these phones bizarre.
2: What are you going to do? I mean, they've got so many different features on them. They do. I know. You can sit there and put somebody on hold, and you can go. Uh, you know, get lost on Twitter. You know, what we have to develop.
1: What do you have to develop? Uh, like an app, this could be the next billion dollar idea for like when you call in to talk radio, and, it, and when the you know when when like Kendra's screening calls it, Kendra will say, "Okay, we got full phones. Why right. don't we give you a call back when it's your when, turn?" When it's your you turn, know, you know how now you could like yeah. a lot of services do that. You call the airline. Like, yeah, I, I had to call the airline for something. Uh, after we're which extremely was, uh, busy, uh, we won't get you for twenty seven minutes. Leave your name and number, uh, and we'll call you back. I had to call a American Airlines for something. Okay. And I swear to God, the message was your call will be answered in approximately four hours and 57 minutes if you would like a call back. And I'm like, yes, I would. I don't want to wait for five hours on the phone. Right. I would like a call. Call back. me. So I think we need to develop an app like that. Where it just all, you know, Kendrell punches it into the app, the number, and the guy says, yeah, I'm going like like to get my call have, back in a minute when it's my I'd like my to turn. have,
2: like, a, a personal little, like, earthquake in here, a rumbler, mm-hmm. where when we call you back, the phone starts jumping and jittering, and that way they they know it's us. No, 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 not on sound or anything, because if you got it on mute, the thing's jumping in the air, not vibrating. I'm talking to the point where it might just go
1: off the table and crack the screen. That's that no kind good, of violence, though. That's, that's yes. no good. No. I think it is. You don't want that to happen. Let's try J.D. in the Burbs. Somewhere in the Burbs on ESPN hey, guys.
6: hey, J.D. How are
1: you? Good, man. How are you? Great, J.D. I'm the
6: one who broke the camp news, and I wanted to ah. call and confirm with the disinformation, the Lonzo Ball. I told you guys he was doing incline bench, not squats.
1: Oh, I'm sorry about that. Incline bench. bench. We, were, we, were, you know, we still loved that last week. He was doing incline yeah, bench. Listen,
6: My bad. Like you guys said, dis- disinformation. I'm a conservative. I don't like lies. I want to call and be a, a good caller, guys, when I give you guys this good info. Oh, thank Appreciate you. It. What do yeah, you got for us? You hold on. Have you
1: seen Lonzo back at the at East Bank? Since? Not yet. Not okay.
6: yet. If but you I see him over, again, let us know. Said, wait, wait. But I want you guys to go over. When you said he was with someone, it was probably his trainer or someone with him. That could be. But, like, back, at, but like back in the day when I used to go early mornings, the Blackhawks. Kane, Chalmerson, yes. and uh Patrick Sharp, he was a huge cross duster there, you know what I'm saying? But every morning they had the they had the gas mask on at eight thirty on the bikes. You know. And they had their tra- they had their trainer, and then they sat there on the wall in the crossing room for like a half hour rubbing their shoulders against the wall, doing like a windmill.
1: Wow. And
6: and also another guy that you know, Matt Forte was a great Chicago bear. Yes. One of the best. His wife Lots of uh, um, donations, lots of um, uh, work with the community. But, man, there's a reason he lost his job to Belil Powell on the Jets, man. That guy would come in, he'd do about 10, 15 minutes on the Stairmaster in his socks, and he'd go do that, like, stare on the wall thing, where you're on the wall and you're, like, laddering. Yeah. Do that, and then he'd just walk out. Well, and he would do that all summer, you know? But that guy was a great Chicago Bear, but I think in the end he was just kind of... He didn't well, have his, his body, he's years. a running
1: back. His poor body was beat half to hell. By the end, those guys yeah. have nothing left. It's For running backs, it's not usually a graceful ending. Let's put it that way.
6: Right. And and the one guy that I want you guys to keep an eye on for the draft this year, we're talking about quarterbacks, Stetson Bennett, man. Late rounds. Late rounds. Late rounds. I'm with on that. Yeah. It, that that's not that's a
1: bad winner. call, J.D. Mr. R- 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 irrelevant. That's not a bad call. Yeah. Like, Because I'm
6: always for the,
1: the big I'm, He's 25. Yeah, he'll be 26. Yeah. You're right. He'll be 26. I, you know me. They sh- there's no reason the Patriots in the last decade should have drafted more quarterbacks than the Bears. Right. Uh, I-, I don't think the Bears should use the the first pick on a quarterback, but if you tell me in the fifth round they draft Stetson a minute, fine. Totally fine with it. They should be acquiring quarterbacks. And I would think somebody's going to give Stetson a chance, right? Somebody's going to probably draft him. I believe him. so. I believe I would so. think yeah, so. Yeah, late. What a career. Late. What do you go, 29-3 and three as a starter? What, what What a career. When it's all said and done. Incredible,
2: one loss the last two years. The going. team he ends up on won't be as talented as the team he is that that he played <laughs> with just now. <laughs> well, I should say the level of talent that they're better than most teams. There you go. That's what I mean to say. There, it's more. Yeah, the level of talent that's so far and above other teams. Won't be the same.
1: I got a few more uh Bears NFL thoughts, just season recap stuff I want to throw at you, especially some Justin Fields numbers, a little advanced stuff for you, Yerk, some advanced metric stuff oh, on Justin. Wait. That we can discuss. And we got to get into the national championship game a little. And is there any legitimate gripe to, you know, like TCU not being there and Alabama being put in? TCU still won a playoff game. We'll talk
0: about it. Three one two, three three two, three seven seven six. We'll be back in two minutes.